0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. A friend asked me what I'm doing for Passover. <laughs> I'm working.
0: Had a job, lost a job, threw my back out, and caught a cold all before Tuesday. Good work, Heather.
1: <laughs> the Juice Place barista was bent out of shape this morning because their watermelon delivery didn't come in i consider that a win
0: you hate watermelon i do this week i learned that skunks and cats do not mix no
1: they don't have such a good day
0: hola world greetings and salutations everyone
1: hello universe this is the show that will make your day so much brighter, unless you're a monster.
0: Guaranteed, or your money back. No, Actually, you know what? There's probably- <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Actually, we'll be keeping your money. Thank you in advance. <laughs> I, it's funny because I said monster, but like, there are lots of like really cute monsters. Oh, you know, like yeah. Like the Sesame Street monsters. Uh-huh. Cooking. guess. yeah. Um so monsters, you are also welcome to be part of the show. If you are joining us for the first time or you need a little refresher, have such a good day. as the show that wants you to do just that. Mm-hmm. Heather and I We, uh, we, we, we chop it up every week. We break it down. We unpack. Yeah. We shoot, we shoot some shias. We seriously shoot the Shia. We do. And, and it is all in an effort to, you know, get a little closer, have a little fun, make everybody smile a little bit more. Build a
0: community. Yeah.
1: And also bitch.
0: Exactly. Because
1: I'm pretty good at that. Oh,
0: I think we're, I think that's how the the show came to be. (laughs) It was like we were, we got together. Have such a
1: day. Bye, bitch. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which which, to be fair Often helps Well and I mean Think about therapy <laughs> You lay on the couch And you bitch about stuff Yeah And it gets you places We're getting it off our chests Along with
1: all of you Thank you for bitching With us not at us Thank you for coming along For the ride
0: Because it is a wild one
1: It's a wild one uh, You can't see my <laughs> dog Otis But he's just off camera Having a having a real heavy snooze. A, I
0: hope he behaves. We
1: had a really good hike this morning. I hope he behaves as well. I think he will. I mean, the the kid has. I mean, he ran like five miles today already. The kid. The kid. Um, and anybody who's listening to the audio version of the podcast, just a reminder that we also offer every episode available as video, so it's not. The most exciting video
0: unless you'd (laughs) like to know what we wear once a week and if you want it to be more exciting well then i guess up your patronage and we will make it more (laughs) exciting (laughs) right? right.
1: (laughs) if you want a more exciting video right now our our our, the tier that we're kind of going for and and we're about a third of the way there Mm -hmm. is two shows a week right now it's a weekly show uh, which is pretty pretty standard but we we figure hey if people like the show enough we'll do two if you like the show and maybe the two episodes doesn't strike your fancy too much but the video version could be something mm-hmm. a little bit more exciting please do let us know at hiat have such a good because we you know it's it this is a community effort we want to know what what the people want this is you know we we do not live on our own island here no
0: and we want we want to make you guys happy i mean that's the whole point I mean we want to be happy too. And we want everybody, we want the universe to be happy, so we want
1: everybody to be happy. We're like Heather and I are gonna be fine. We're gonna bitch just we'll make the two it work. of us if it comes to that. <laughs> we would prefer to bitch together though. <laughs> so.
0: And have an audience. That's right, yes. With the with the with the
1: with our collective
0: island growing every day. So this week's bonus topic, Sarah, would you like to know what we're gonna be talking about? I would love it. A little bit later in the show, five dollar and up patrons will be listening to us bitch about one thing that we haven't outgrown as a young person. It doesn't have to be a kid. It, just something in our Something you youth. feel like
1: used to matter that you you still hold on to yeah. type thing. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I, I think, you know,
0: the outgrowing of things,
1: there's lots of things that I've outgrown. Mm, like mm-hmm. I used to have like, well, I'll save it. For, I'll, say, I'll save this. I'll yeah, save this for, for our $5 and up patrons uh, who get the bonus topic at the end of every
0: show. So Sarah, how's your week been?
1: Man, it's been good. It's been good. I... I... I'm not going to do what I did last week, which is what I've done for the several weeks before that, which is like, I'm just so busy, which is true. I am. You know, it was tax week, so there was that. And I'm a procrastinator, so of course I did it at the last minute, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I say I'll do it differently every year. But I did want to mention that so I've got this car, mm-hmm. fairly new car, and it's great. I love it so much. And it's a it's a Volvo, and its it's got uh, the particular mo- excuse me, a model of this car has a like advanced multimedia package type thing. Mm -hmm. So it does all the cool stuff, you know, where you press a button and it will just park itself. I'm a pretty good parallel parker. I don't actually need this and I have always prided myself on how good I am at it. But I also am, you know, it's kind of like manual versus automatic cars like eh, you get an automatic car and you're like, I don't really miss it. Like, it's nice to not have to be, like, using my arm every five seconds. Especially in Los Angeles. That too. So, you know, it does that. But it also, it has these other features that, and this is like, I don't know, Volvo is like, they're on one right now because there are, and and there are certain stripped-down models that wouldn't have all the features that my car, Mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough that it, it just does have. But it has so much technology inside it and... I'm really into that stuff and even half the time I'm like wait huh? Where, what button am I putting like I'm still trying to figure out the whole mm-hmm. UI but besides it parking itself when it realizes like oh okay I have enough space in a spot that Sarah just passed like it'll kind of be like beep beep yeah I'm that's ready that's really cool and you press a button and you're like cool it just parked perfectly didn't have to do anything like wow. wheel turns itself kind of thing but um it also has a couple of other features that you can turn on. One is something to to the I don't remember the exact name, but it's like lane assist, meaning that it knows not to drift. Mm-hmm. And so if I turn that on, I can't take my hands completely off the wheel because it'll beep at me because then sure, I'm, like not being good. But if you just are sort of like you're just kind of touching it, mm-hmm. it is driving
0: itself it will it will move you back into the lane, yeah. That's amazing. And it'll turn. Where
1: there are the turns because you know, it's all based on Navi. And then it's also there's also the other thing that you turn on where you like you set your top speed. It's called adaptive cruise control. Cruise control is like, "Eh, who really uses that?" I don't know, maybe some people do. I don't really. But adaptive cruise control is like me saying, "I never want to go any faster than 30. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in some stop and go traffic, just like just stop and go for me." And then just like, and just never go any faster than what I think is like kind of the cruising speed when like the light turns green. I am literally sitting there being like, Am I getting away with murder right now? My car is driving itself. It does not need me.
0: God, it's, you know, I'm so jealous because I had just turned over my lease for another. I got a, you know, this this kind of lower end Audi, but like it's still pretty high tech too. I yeah, thought, yeah, it's a very nice car. It has like a pre sense, so like if you're too close to, like you're you're slamming on the brakes and you're too close to the car in front of you, it'll it'll make it'll have an alert. Right, but. I don't have all that stuff. And I'm like, it's 2018. I got screwed.
1: And I, um, you know, I, I cover car technology to some extent for a living because I do technology shows. And so I'm aware of the fact that, you know, we're all inching toward this life. But I still, you know, when I'm in the car, you know, with Otis and I'm just like, like my you know the steering wheel is doing its thing and the brakes doing its thing and then i'm ready to park and i just am like meh, do your thing it's it's amazing how much i'm not actually driving like
0: i'm trying to think of some things you could do while you're not driving like you know play cats cradle or like <laughs> well that, so that's do your the, makeup. so that's the thing
1: right is <laughs> is we're in this kind of weird period where you're not actually supposed to you're be not looking not at your phone yeah. or whatever like you're 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 not even supposed to take your hands off the wheel for too long Course. i think i think it gives you like 30 seconds to a minute before it's like are you still here um so so there's a little bit of like and I'm also just afraid that it'll fail it never has but so I'm always like ready to break just mm-hmm. in case you know because I'm not trying to rear-end anybody but um yeah it's it's a it's a brave new world um it, it's it, I just feel like I I live in like some alien future.
0: I love it. I I'm totally into this stuff too. Um, I am gonna get a Volvo next time. That's for sure. Well, the Swedes, you know, I know. God love them. I mean, God. I mean, what it's like was it the way that their brain developed as a culture that made them so brilliant in this particular way it's so fascinating
1: it's funny roger chang uh who produces daily tech news show who i've i know been, roger heather and roger and i used to work together i'd buy to call roger i've known him for a really long time he uh we, we were actually having a conversation about this topic and he was like yeah, back in the day, Sweden, you know, how Volvos are just known as being like the safest car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but why? Mm-hmm. And he was like, back in the day, there were there were just, um, they had more stringent, uh, you know, uh, rules for, mm-hmm. you know, a, a safety of a car for within the country. And then, of course, it became an export. And then, you know, a, a, it became something where people were like, oh, yeah, you want a Volvo because it's like a safe car. Yeah. Because it actually was. Mm-hmm. Based on regulations. Mm-hmm. Now these days, I, I think probably a lot of other car companies have caught up mm-hmm. to that. But that's where that all came from. Totally. It really was like it wasn't just sort of like I don't know are they really safer? They actually were
0: at mm-hmm. one point. And do you think they are still now?
1: Well, here's hoping. <laughs> here's hoping. I've never I've never had too much of a. Uh, my mom and I were having this conversation the other day because she's sort of like not in the market for a new car, but. But kind of knows what she would get if she was gonna get another mm-hmm. kind of, you know, um SUV crossover. And, you know, mentioned Subarus. Like, well, you know, Subarus are very
0: safe. And I think like they're always doing recalls on Subarus.
1: See, I don't I mean, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, aren't most cars just safe at this point? If you're getting an old car and maybe mm-hmm. it has issues and mm-hmm. maybe it was, yeah, some recalled model mm-hmm. or, you know, That's it's, true like a, you know they like, what what was the um What was the uh, Czechoslovakian car? The, uh, Mm.
0: oh, it started with a Y. Oh, oh, like the, oh, I know the Yogo or the.
1: No, it wasn't the Yogo. No, 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 no. Uh, The Yugoslavian car, not Czechoslovakian. I was going to say. The
0: Yugo. (laughs) The Yugo, yeah, yeah, I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say Yogo. Anyway,
1: like that. that one, I remember, like there were. Remember that car? Like you kind of saw it around, and then they were like deemed like extremely unsafe, and just went away, and you never see them anymore. Yeah. you know they were, like made of fiberglass yeah. or something. But, but um, uh, anyway, it it's I don't know. I don't worry that much. I'm like, what? Do we have side airbags. Do the brakes work? Yeah, I, I'll just do my best. Yeah, totally. Well, you. But you... it's nice to have a car that is safer than. You know Scary
0: Mm -hmm. What was that one car It was like Really funny shape And it like blew up Like the engine blew up It was in the movie Cujo God I can't remember the name It was You know what I'm talking about It is like kind of A funny looking Little space car What was the name of that I don't know uh, But
1: yeah It was like There was something about The engine being in the mm -hmm. Wrong place
0: Anywho, it, might, it might have been the Hugo. Maybe actually, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no offense to the Yugo, but you know your you your your time has come and gone.
0: Yes, well switching gears a little bit. Yes, how was your week? It was good. I mean, I you know well it was I was sick and I threw my back out. Um, yeah, so sounds, I was sounds
1: good so far. I was
0: kind of laid up, but I also um was taken to a couple really great sort of very LA entertainment. Like you probably wouldn't be able to see this in another city, maybe New York or whatever. But like, Mm. you know, it just sort of like proves how it's a good reason to live in a place like Los Angeles to be able to go to these types of events. Mm -hmm. One of them was, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Kids in the Hall. Um, I I think it's I didn't I, really known, but a I know what it is. Theory that it's more of a dude thing. I liked it, but I wasn't obsessed with it. And I know a lot of guys that are really obsessed with it. Certain kind of humor. Anyways, this guy Scott Thompson. He's a comedian. He's a Canadian comedian that was part of that 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 troupe. Uh, did a one man show at this tiny little theater. Really intimate. I mean, we were two feet away from. Him. We sat in the front row, and it was there was about thirty seats in this theater. I mean, it was tiny. Mm-hmm. And he does this one man show freaking hilarious i mean really funny um uh amazing and it was really really cool to be part of that um and then we went to the 30th anniversary of heathers the movie mm-hmm. the 80s classic some of us were discussing this in our discord there's a couple people well at least one person who hasn't seen the movie and he's going to report back um but that was really cool because they had a q and a with the screenwriter um, who's a really interesting guy. He, has, he had some really cool kind of inside little um, fun facts about what it was like to get this movie made at that time um, and, you know, how long his script was when it first started out. Um, and, you know, there's one of the, one of the Heathers was there, uh, the director. It was really, really cool. Um, and uh, I don't know, I love being able to go to those things because I love film and m- almost more than watching the film, I love to hear about how it was made. I like to hear about... I love all those stories. Um, and some of the... There were some really great stories about how some of the dialogue... Some of the dialogue in Heathers is like... People quoted all the time. It's a very quotable script. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had some really neat stories about how some of those, those pieces of dialogue came to be. Um, so anyway... So that was, it was a good, it was like partially I was laid up and then the other part of it I was really, I was entertained and it was super fun. Um, so yeah, that's my story. It's funny, we, uh,
1: and yes, in our in our Discord, uh, which anybody uh, who is a $10 and a patron can be part of, uh, we, you know, we, we kind of talk about stuff that Heather and I have talked about on the show or just daily lives and it's a great little, it's a great little uh, offshoot community where, where we all sort of titter about. <laughs> and um it's funny because, so Heathers, I ha- I have not seen recently, but I mean, when it first came out, it was a very big deal. Yeah, very cold, cold movie. Mm-hmm. And I saw it at some point, you know, I I don't know, I was like, oh, I should watch this again. You know, and I watched it and I'm like, well, that didn't hold up well. But it's not because it's not still poignant in its own way. It's just that there, there are so many... PC things that have changed over time. Absolutely. And this movie is not an exception. I mean, The Breakfast Club, that's my favorite teen movie of all time. I mean, John Hughes movies in general, but but The Breakfast Club, I was always, you know, I I was always partial to. There are things that they say in that movie Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, you can't, you don't say. Yeah. Teenagers don't say things like, well, nobody does. Mm -hmm or if it or if they did it, they would be a villain mm-hmm. you know like they're just certain things you don't say anymore and it's funny how that sort of vernacular and what's acceptable just changes over time and you don't even
0: really remember the moment that it changed but it does you're right it's like it dates it yeah it fully dates it yeah I mean some of those little pieces of dialogue are, are just straight up funny um, but but I I agree like some of the, like the the storylines and yeah it, it, it's it's yeah, a little rough
1: there, there's some social stuff where you're like woohoo mm-hmm. but you know I also think that about stand-up all the time mm-hmm. there's like old because I love watching stand-up not every day but I sometimes i'm I'm just in the mood to yeah. like I just want someone to make me laugh mm-hmm. so I watch all the stand-up and sometimes I go back to you know The old stuff, you know, there'll be like a Richard Pryor Mm two-hour special, you know, that I find
0: online somewhere, whatever. Much more political, the stuff back in the day.
1: Well, and much less, you know, again, there's certain things where you're like, oh, my God, can you imagine a comedian saying that right now? Like, they would be like... People are very cautious now. They would would be run out of town. Oh, yeah, totally. And, And that's not... I'm not saying, like, being less... PC or more PC. Like I'm not even really making a social statement no. on what's better. Just that it has changed so much. It, sh- it really has in many ways for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are definitely there are, there are things that sh- should probably uh, be buried. You know because they offend people. Mm-hmm. Um, But then we find new ways to offend people. So, you know, as humans, we can't really win. Um, Well, speaking of offensive, uh, Heather, did you watch The Wire, the series? Absolutely. One of my favorites. So I never watched The Wire when it was on HBO, like when it was having its run. Mm -hmm. I was a Sopranos fan, um, but I, I even sort of until the end of The Sopranos, I didn't have cable to the point that I could have HBO. And The Wire was just sort of something that I was like, I'll get into it eventually, Then it started to annoy me because people were like, it's the best show that's ever been made. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Mm, well, I'm pretty sure that's the Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of like was this this thing that I took my sweet time getting into Mm -hmm. many years later. And I remember exactly what it was. It was I had like broken up with somebody. And so I was living alone. We had lived together. Mm -hmm. So I was living alone for the first time. And I was kind of doing this like, I need like a lot of like alone Sarah time like
0: binging and just, just yeah, yeah just to
1: kind of like just kind of get back into my grief, mm-hmm. yeah and and do my own thing and be cool with that and get used to it and so I was like well we got five seasons of the wire this seems like <laughs> the right you know this seems like the right call mm-hmm. and I you know I went through it as you know as quickly as possible and I still don't think that I am as big a fan of the show that mm-hmm. other people are, mm-hmm. it's a good show. And I mean, I love everything to do with like law enforcement, drug trade, prison. I mean, it's got all of the... I you know, know, it really
0: does. Checks all the boxes. More than Game of Thrones, I would think.
1: Well, Game of Thrones is... is It's almost all of that all, also in its own way. But no, The Wire is... It's, it's a... I always say to people, I'm like, it was less entertaining and more like
0: homework. I agree. It takes a while to get into. You, you, yeah. It's almost like you, I, a lot of in people... Fa- in fact,
1: I, w- I wouldn't I would even call it very entertaining. No, I would
0: say... It just, you have to really pay attention. It's
1: very, it's, yeah, very important. It is. And there are some oh, kind of ha-ha moments now and then. But for the most part, I'm like, I want everyone to die. I
0: hate all these people. There was some entertainment. Was some of the personalities, like some of the... yeah. Were I think like Idris Elba came from there. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Anyway, uh, a lot of a lot of great actors, um, really great casting. But um, yeah, but,
1: well, I mean, it, great show. Don't get me wrong. Um, just much. I might not be world's number one wire fan, but I enjoyed it, and in fact, I I would probably watch the series front to back again just to see how I feel because this was, gosh, I mean, at least five years ago now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the reason that I bring it up is because. David Simon, who's the creator of The Wire and, um, you know, a, a very well-respected uh, person, also very. an author, um, he he tweeted out a, a link to a thread. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. even a thread that he started, but it was all people who were paraphrasing, paraphrasing, um, you know, Wire quotes. That's cool. Again, stuff that, like, we all kind of know, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like Omar coming. Like, yeah. like, like this this guy on Twitter was like, Omar is currently approaching. <laughs> you know, and then and then you know, the, the, then you get uh, like a good thread going because it like strikes a nerve, and everybody wants to be a comedian on mm-hmm. Twitter. You know, which is like, I have drugs for sale on this here corner.
0: <laughs>
1: I have those red topped <laughs> files of heroin. I've also got the yellow topped files of cocaine here for sale, and it goes on and on, and it's so. St- stupid. But the, these are the times when Twitter shines and it's funny that the reason that I'm even seeing this cuz I don't know any of these people like this thread yeah. w- was never going to be something that I would have seen but it's like like tens of thousands of people liked it including David Simon who was like, "You know what? This is funny." But he created it. He created the show The Wire. No, no,
0: no, but he started the thread or No, no it, okay, he, he just found it. Oh, I see he found it. He I'm, tweeted, I'm definitely going to poke t- around on this. He
1: tweeted out the thread, which again is so dumb. But like that's Again, where Twitter sometimes is—I mean, that's where I get a lot of my joy—is a
0: really good Twitter thread. Well, it's again, it's yeah, it's like it's like funny how what catches on, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's like yeah, people just get sort of ridiculous about some of this stuff, and it's very. Speaking of entertaining, it's very entertaining.
1: Yes, it is. It is, and and in this crazy world we live in, sometimes I need a good Twitter
0: ha ha thread. Speaking of a social media. I don't know, something sort of interesting that I have been noticing, mm-hmm. and you probably have too. Um, you know, Notre Dame, yes. you know, partially burnt down. It was a very sad, um, you know, situation. Um yes. You know, one the would... Church m- in Paris. Maybe call it a tragedy, uh, you know, of of some level. Um, you know, it's yeah, I, I
1: don't think you'd think of it as anything besides no, a tragic
0: for, event, except for the bees that they found in there. It was an interesting story about the bees. Uh, anyway, that's not really where what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I just think it's interesting how, when there is a tragedy, social mm-hmm. media outlets get, uh, you know, they go nuts on the selfie photographs from that location. Oh. I'm not talking about this particular tra- tragedy. Um, this ha- this has happened before, and so you're saying like like someone saying like so
1: sad about Notre Dame. Here's me and the family three years ago when we went to Paris on a vacation. Exactly, and you're kind of like, huh? Well, this wasn't really about you. So are you just trying to like somehow connect to this? And it's just sort of your like,
0: it's your selfish own- way of doing it. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost putting you at the forefront of the tragedy. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. So. You know I believe that people should be able To express their grief and you know Social media is a great platform for it And I feel like people want mm-hmm. to feel more connected With other people yeah. you know feeling The pain collectively you know Yeah. Um, but but there was something about the Specific like selfies doing a yoga pose Or like smiling and you know There was particular kinds of selfies That made me feel a little uncomfortable Doing it, a yoga pose? Yeah there were it, it, What does that mean? Like, like Doing in, like, like tree pose or in something In front of the Notre Dame? Oh yeah totally You know, it's funny. It's like odd. I think it might have. Maybe it's like I'm trying to put my finger on it. Like what it made me feel like. It almost felt like it cheapened it. Yes. Because, you know, I I definitely have a very um, personal relationship with Notre Dame, but I wasn't compelled to post any. I've got a lot of great photographs of me there not doing yoga poses but yeah. being you know melancholic and you know as you would be in front of a cathedral a gothic cathedral um <laughs> but um there is a self-involvedness that I think rubs me a little wrong yeah. I do also think that certain people do need to um, jump on this kind of it's you know me too i was there and it's the human condition to do that like wait they posted something well i want to post mine yeah there,
1: there's a fomo thing going on there and there's also like a some sort of self-awareness slash confidence thing going on sure where you want to make sure that everyone knows that you were also part of this exactly movement you know and i think i think um yeah it would never have occurred to me to like I don't think I have any pictures of myself in front of Notre Dame that are even digital. Like they're on, you know, My, they're, like too. they're in a photo album somewhere, you know, but, exactly. but it's like, I i don't know, it didn't occur to me, but like, I've been there like a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't need to like make sure that people know that like I'm cool enough to have been part of it. But you know, it's not so much just this particular scenario. This happens all the time when it does. If, um, especially, you know, having worked in Silicon Valley for as long as I have and this obviously happens in other areas too but there's you know a, f- a fair amount of like oh so and so is a little bit cooler than yeah somebody somebody thinks that someone else is a little bit cooler than that maybe they have more money mm-hmm. maybe they're more successful in business mm-hmm. maybe they have more friends maybe they're prettier whatever it mm-hmm. is and so you kind of like let's say somebody gets a job promotion or gets married and you're like Oh, my God, so excited for you. Here's a photo of us
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like, what was that? Well, it's designed to make everyone else like aware of the fact that like you're kind of still in the circle. exactly. And I just don't think that people who feel super confident in where they are in life need to do
0: that yeah i think that's that is that that's part of it and i'm and
1: i'm and i i'm sure i've been guilty of this a million times and i think just sort of like wisdom of age is part of why i feel the way that i feel and i think you and i are kind of on the same page about that
0: yeah and i and i sometimes i want to share my stories from notre dame because i i lived in paris for a year and i lived really close to it Mm -hmm. um to the eel as they call it, um, and I used to walk over there all the time. I spent a lot of time reading in the garden, yeah. um, and but I don't know. I felt like it sort of cheapened it. Like it's not about me; it's about the cathedral. I don't know. It just it's it's interesting. It's a little bit of a weird thing to articulate because I, yeah. I you know, some people online are saying like, well, people are being too critical about it. But it, there was a couple of tweets that I thought were funny. Um, this Jamie Loftus said, "Congratulations to everybody who is taking advantage." of a sad event to remind us that you have been to Paris. You know, and that sort of well, encapsulates that, it for that me. That is sort of, that
1: kind of sums it up, right? It's like, okay, let, uh, we were reminded that you're existing as well.
0: Yeah, that you had a great trip there. Yeah. But you know, is there a right way to mourn in public? Like on social media, like, you know, are we, I don't know, I feel like there there's got to be a way to, I don't know, there's just so much... So much eye things to eye roll. It's very eye rolly, and I also think that. um, And
1: this is just one example of many where I go like, "Oh, here we go, and here comes the backlash," because that's just like like our news cycle is so quick these days, Mm -hmm. where it's like you get like you know outpouring of support, memes, people backlashing, uh, and then (laughs) and then it kind of everything settles down, and then there's something else that happens, and we all do the same thing again. For example. You know, when, you know, when I saw some video, I think it was probably on Twitter of of Notre Dame on fire, you know, Mm -hmm. my immediate reaction is like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's like one of the most beautiful buildings in the entire world, Mm -hmm. whether or not you are religious, you know, it's, it is. It it, it's very important in the sense that something that is very old Mm -hmm. and very beloved and very beautiful and very unique is burning down. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, you can restore some of it, but it's like not the same. Nope. And a friend of mine who, you know, he and I did not talk about this one on one at all, but a few days had gone by. And there was something that he posted on Instagram, which I think was a repost of someone else's. So I'm not saying that I'm quoting him because I Mm -hmm. don't quite remember, but it was something along the lines of like, yeah, uh, do you think God really cares about churches? I think God cares more about people. And what about, you know, victims of the hurricane or, Mm -hmm. you know, folks in Puerto Rico who still don't have clean water? And like, maybe we ought to think a little bit harder about where, you know, our outrage and our horror and our kind of like breaking down feelings uh, come from and and where our energy goes, mm-hmm. and, you know. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I would put that in the backlash category, mm-hmm. but it wasn't wrong. Sure, it was just something where I'm like, huh. Well, yeah, okay. It makes, makes you think. You
0: got that side of the story as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, it's an it's an interesting subge- subject to talk about. I know there's a lot of division here. Um, as there should be, um, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel both both sides of it. You know, it's good that people can connect themselves to things that they love, and you know, it's yeah. I, you know, it. But but in some sense, I just felt silly to post a photo of me in front of it. I don't know. That but, was just that's just yeah, me though. It,
1: well, it's just it's just not necessary. Yeah, it's okay if you do it. It's just not. You know, I think there are a lot of people who are like, it's almost in poor taste. not always and again certainly wouldn't single anybody out because you know I don't know maybe if I had a a photo that was like
0: super convenient that Mm -hmm. was on my computer I would have posted it. I don't know yeah I mean honestly I think for me to talk about it with my friends off well online like on a chat or on slack or whatever on the phone um that helped me like we talked about our experiences um you know we all had unique experiences there and I thought that that's that feels very good. That feels very connecting. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, social media has made everybody crazy.
1: Yeah. You know, we so
0: can true. sum it up into that. I, I, people I feel think desperate that's... to fill their feed all the time. Like, oh, no, I'm cool. Like, I right. th- had this experience. Like, you know, well, th- there's a yeah. desperation, I feel like. And
1: reaching out to strangers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there there is a, you know, some people are not into that at all. And I don't know how you even live. <laughs> I commend you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because it's like, I do some of that too. You know, where you're like, you 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 know that people that you don't know are your audience mm-hmm. and so you're you're working for them mm-hmm. but how much of that like turns into like because you want like the likes rather yeah. than because you're actually being super authentic exactly so you know it, it, and i don't know what the
0: answer is there's no perfect solution i don't know either we're just we all have our own um you know it's all subjective really Anyway, um, so you guys, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we email would. us at hi at havesuchagoodday.com. Really, anything goes. Um, you know, if you have a different difference of opinion, that's totally great. Just email us. Um, and also, please check us out at our Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash day. It sure it's is. It's a fun little place online where you can learn a little bit more about Theron Moi. That's true,
1: and this is where uh, Patreon, uh, if you're not familiar with Patreon, we talk about it every week, so I'll be be super quick uh, this week, but this is where um, we get our bread and butter. We are ad-free, we'd like to remain that way, Mm -hmm. and with community support, we make the show what it is every week, and we have uh, lofty goals for what the show can be in the future, uh, you know, if we get to a certain point, so so get familiar on Patreon uh, with our show, and... So many other great Patreon projects. It's just it's a very cool community of creative creative folks. Artists, photographers, media makers, all of it. Super so. cool, and for only and $1 we're happy to be there. A
0: month, you can get all kinds of fun little clips and things from us and crew. You know, it's it's real it's a real good time. So, actually, speaking of uh, patrons, I just want to do a quick shout out to a couple new people. Oh, um, really? Our who's buddy, new? our buddy Tina, who's hey, in Tina. our who is in our Discord. Um, she uh just upped from five to ten dollars. All right, welcome to the ten dollar. Ballas.
1: Tina, yeah, I, I, um, I, I, we're so happy to have you, and we want to hear
0: much more about your life in Discord. We really do. I mean, we just had a long conversation about Sweet Valley Highs. So. That's true. Um, <laughs> Richard Hansen is also a newbie, so welcome, Richard.
1: Hey, Richard Hanson, uh, good to have you. And um, yeah, if you if you know somebody who who might like this little show of ours, um, the word, S- send them our way, or send us send us their way. Either way, both ways it works. But connect us. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> some way. So this next, the, the, my next topic isn't really even based on a news story of any kind, but it's just, it's the, it's the, I, I have a in in inner struggle going on all the time where it's like, I and, and you've mentioned this in the past, like having champagne taste, mm-hmm. right? And like the concept of that is like, it's not about champagne. It's about you want nice things. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't always have those nice things, mm-hmm. you would like to have them. You know, some people, I think, really care about that. Uh, you, you, and other people you, really don't a label whore would be you know not a very nice term but like something that you know we've all heard that to describe somebody who
0: really cares about like fancy clothes and having a label on their purse a, that people can see because it's like a it's like a something that is a status societal symbol. thing yeah yeah
1: societal very much so and then yeah there are people who don't care about it all and i know that i fit squarely in the middle somewhere i mean i If I had a lot of money, I think I would probably get the best of the best in a lot more ways than I do now. But it's funny, there are a couple of things that I've just like, I've just written off as I don't have enough money to keep losing these things mm-hmm. and get more of the nice things mm-hmm. that I have lost. For example, sunglasses. I was just
0: going to fill in the blank for you. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this. I've had
1: a lot of nice sunglasses over the years. Sometimes like a friend will borrow them and then they just sort of like never come back, you know, and you kind of don't want to like make it weird, but you're kind of like, those were really nice, and I liked them a lot. Um, and then there's just like, yeah, like, or I'll sit on them when they break. Um, or I just straight up lose them, leave them in a rental car. I mean, the list goes on. I hope you still have your theory lasserie ones. Uh, like the blue no. ones with the stripes? No. I, ah! When I turned in my old lease, they were in the little thing. And by the time I realized it, Everyone at the dealership was like, Yeah, we don't know where those are. And I'm like, Well, one of you stole them. I mean, they didn't just My disappear. God. Yeah, so they're gone. Um, Bummer. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, You know what? We're, we're buying $10 do sunglasses on nastygal.com, <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Um, another is nice watches.
0: Mm. Now,
1: I have, it's a little lost on me why somebody would want a Rolex. I understand it's the nicest watch. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like a couple other like diamond encrusted. Um, brands you know that are in that category but it's like these are like a $20,000 watch yeah right like most people do not wear things like that I'm also not the person who would even notice if you were wearing that because I just don't there's certain things that I don't notice like um I mean I, I think I would notice if somebody was wearing like really ratty shoes, but sometimes guys will be snarky about other guys' shoes and I'm like, I don't think you realize how much women don't notice half the time what kind of shoes you're wearing. Yeah,
0: and I would feel like embarrassed kind of to wear such an expensive watch with like so much like other stuff that is happening in the world. Like I'd feel like I would want to contribute that money somewhere. I don't know. You know,
1: it's sort of like someone liking a fancy car or somebody liking a, a handbag or you know, the watch thing is like and i know you know our friend kevin rose mm-hmm. like worked at a watch company mm-hmm. i don't think he still does but like is like very into like expensive vintage watches mm-hmm. as Which a collector cool. item sure. kind of thing and like there's like a huge community of that and mm-hmm. i'm like, i'm like that's cool yeah it, I'm just not gonna get into it. Like yeah. I, I'm just not a watch person. Not your thing. No, and the last watch that I I bought myself for my birthday, which was not twenty thousand dollars, but it was a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It was a nice watch that I thought, like, you know what, I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna do for my birthday. I don't
0: know where that is. It's gone. <laughs> I it, remember when you bought that actually. And I, I think l- I was
1: with you that day. And I loved the watch, but it's like it probably got left in a hotel room or you know some. Uh, I'm just, I just, I'm like, well, Sarah, we're just not doing that anymore. We're going to go back to looking at the Time on your iPhone, which is what you did for many years anyway. Exactly.
0: There's a dollar store down the street, too. And there's probably... There might be a Timex watch there for you.
1: Yeah, like maybe like a Mickey Mouse face. (laughs) I still have one of those, actually. I I actually kind of want one Mm -hmm. now that I'm saying it out loud. I don't really even really know where that came from. So (laughs) anyway, it's, it's, I don't know if, if any... Other items like this come to mind for you, Heather, but it's just uh, and and I was it sparked this conversation kind of in my mind because a couple of friends of mine who they're just we're, they're good friends of mine, but everybody has their own things that they like and care about. They were talking about. Yeah, some new cool watch brand yeah. that I had never heard of. You know, so I looked it yeah. up and I was like, oh, this is like really expensive. Uh, like, best of luck. I hope you guys get the watches that you want. <laughs> but I'm like, I just don't need these nice things.
0: You're you're not a label person either. I mean, I don't think you care about, you've never been a handbag person. You know, I think for me, I, I do like good design and I like good, yeah. I like good material. I don't like things that fall apart easily or feel cheap. I think that's where I tend to like, there's certain things I would like to spend a little more on so that it doesn't feel super cheap. I don't like labels either though. Like I don't have a lot of I don't really have a lot of stuff that ha- like if I have a purse I don't have I don't like stuff that has like a blatant like someone else's initials on it. Like that right. bugs me. Yeah. But there's certain things like certain shoes or there's a few items that is nice there it's nice to have a slightly better quality maybe something that's an investment piece that you'll have for your entire life. Absolutely. It won't fall apart in two wearings. I like yeah. stuff like that where it's like this is this is tailored. This like looks good on me, right? But I only need one of it. Like I don't need multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean it's all relative. I mean I do like some nice things here and there, but I like the labels to be hidden personally. Well, I mean I am on this weird kick now
1: where yeah, just it it, it all depends on just it's the person you are and not knocking anybody yeah. for going deep on stuff that I don't care about. Handbags to me, I'm like handbags. Are, I understand what a nice handbag is. I can look at someone else's and be like, that's pretty. But I'm like, that represents me moving a bunch of things mm-hmm. from one satchel to a... I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I would just rather use the
0: same bag forevermore. Because that's less work for me. Like,
1: yeah. It's it just, you know, I'm missing a chip where it's like that fun. Mm-hmm. Even though I change my shoes all the time. So it's like, it's not that I don't like variety. I just, when it comes to handbags, I'm like uh uh, it's just annoying like i'm gonna miss one thing and there's gonna be like the mascara that i needed that's in the wrong bag happens all the time happens all the time um but uh but you know i i do like my like weirdly i'm like into like fancy sweatpants right
0: now oh i know totally well it's that whole like you know the ath the ath the leisure wear that is so the the athleisure
1: yeah and it's like the the best part about it is is like I mean, you can, and Heather and I have talked about this in a previous episode, like, you can get away with it here and there, but it's like, for the most part, the sweatpants are being worn by me, Mm -hmm. and I feel like a princess alone in my house. I totally do, too. You know, and I'm like, this is something that, like, I'm like, I'm willing to maybe spend a couple, a couple coins on. Okay, here's the thing. Here's what's happening So, you know, and that's a little, you know, a little silly, but I, but I like it. But
0: it's, it's precious because it's lifestyle thing, because you and I are not going to the office every day. When I was going to the office, I was wearing my cute little boots and I had my little purse that I liked, you know, mm-hmm. my, my nicer purse. Yeah. I don't you, use that you, anymore. You put, to, you put yourself together very well. And in, then, in and then an when office I'm at home, yeah, like I'm home more. So, like, yeah. those sweats are more valuable because you wear them more. Right. Yeah. And all I wear is my little fanny pack or like a tiny little, you know, tiny purse that's not heavy that I can walk around because I'm not, I'm not like having fancy meetings. I'm not going to fancy parties as much. Yeah. So it's like, those things become less important. <laughs> fancy sweatpants, it's the perfect metal ground. It is. like Then it's like a party at your house. <laughs> and
1: let the record state that neither Heather nor I are Instagramming our fancy sweatpants. We are not. To
0: remind people of how cool and princessy we actually are. So maybe we're, we just come across as not that cool. <laughs> right. Like, why hasn't Heather we posted just, anything in the last week? We just talk about them on our podcast. Well, you know, it's actually kind of funny because it's like sometimes when I go many, like many, many days and I don't post anything... I always feel a little strange. Like people think that I'm like really boring, and I'm not doing anything. It's a terrible yeah. feeling. Yeah, I, I
1: I don't like that at all. I've gotten away from that. Um, I I fell victim to that much more in the past, and mm-hmm. and I I really and and this is sort of to a fault because I've never been like all that great of a self promoter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it just I feel uncomfortable doing it. It's my least favorite thing, mm-hmm. but. But um, I thought that I, yeah, like the participation was very much more of like a, it's a quantity over quality Mm -hmm. thing. And now I'm like, sometimes a week will go by and I'm like, I just don't have anything to say.
0: Exactly. I'm I'm still reading the rest
1: of what you guys are saying. Like, I'm cool. I'm here. Nothing happened to me. But like, Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't want to just like yell out into the void just to like. Be part of the machine. I
0: agree. I feel the same way. I think we're very similar in that way. Yeah. And we might post too many um, pet photos, but, you know, so be it. Well, that's why my dog has his own Instagram people. So that so that people can be like,
1: I'll follow this or I'm not going to follow it. Yeah. I mean, you see you see some animal stuff on, on my personal uh, Instagram. And I mean, Instagram is just like only one example, but that's mm-hmm. probably the social network I'm on the most these days. But yeah, I was... I, I hope that I, I had enough like self-awareness to mm-hmm. be like, you might follow me for like lots of reasons. And like, maybe you hate dogs. Yeah. Or I don't know. You're just not interested. Like, I'll just I'll funnel this into another place and then go, n- go nuts. You're very thoughtful, Sarah. Very thoughtful. Speaking of dogs, uh, if uh, those of you who have access to our Patreon lens might have noticed that Otis has been showing up a little bit more. He's a superstar. He asked very nicely, mom. Because that's what he calls me. Um, could I be a bigger part of have such a good day? And I was like, Well, um, you know, that's that's an interesting idea.
0: Let what, me discuss with Heather. Did you have
1: something in mind? And he said, Well, maybe we could start with some short
0: video clips.
1: I said, All right. Well, you know, we'll 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 give
0: that a go. I li- I've liked them so far. In fact, <laughs> I was in a meeting. I didn't tell you this. I was in a meeting with my new project, and I was in the room with some important people. And I I opened my phone, and it. Kate, the, the lens was open and you're uh, you were talking to Otis and this little clip of you talking to Otis like <laughs> blared out into the meeting room yeah. it was it was very embarrassing but Which everyone is, was very yeah. curious yeah like who's that woman and why is she talking like a baby? <laughs> yeah so. well switching gears anyway. a little bit
1: yeah switching get well i, I, I mean would, i would so much. i would say a lot but you know we'll we'll it all comes full circle so heather what, we were, were talking
0: about dogs so we were talking about
1: dogs and dogs like to uh
0: do do, Poop. The, do the number two yes the old number two yeah so um in our old little city that we lived in for a very long time, we know that there's a major homeless problem. I mean, there's a huge homeless problem here, but. You're talking about San Francisco. San Francisco. Yes. Yes. So, um, do you know that there's a, approximately, this is, I think, a study that was done last year, so it's uh, slightly old data, but there's about 7,500 people living on the street in San Francisco. That is staggering. There's more in LA because LA is a bigger place. But yeah,
1: yeah. Well, San Francisco is so... It's so, so compact. It's very compact. It's it's not
0: physically a large city. No, it's not. Um, seven and, by seven.
1: Yep, seven by seven. Uh, seven miles by seven miles. Mm-hmm. Square, square miles. But uh, yeah, that... Uh, that number on paper is like what but i i do believe it uh, and I, it's and not I, li- shocking. I lived in you know a few neighborhoods that had more of a homeless problem than others mm-hmm. my last couple of years of living there and you know it was um it was it was it was a real
0: it was eye opening at times and really sad Oh, it's awful. And, you know, I guess there's there's a new report. Um, in fact, this uh, was brought to my attention by my hilarious friend, Jamie Romas, who is also a patron. What hey, up, Jamie. Jamie? Um she uh She mentioned this story in a chat group that I'm in. Um, and basically, it's on F- SFGate. More people are pooping more than ever on the streets of San Francisco. And there's a bar graph in brown um, that is... St- just shocking. So in 2011, um, there were about 5,500 re- reports uh-huh. about a human defecating in the street. And this is uh-huh. only things that are reported. So there's probably way more than that because this is just reports right. that were sent in. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely has an increase throughout the years. And in 2018, 28,000 reports. Well, okay. So there are a
1: few. There are a few things I would mm-hmm. want to know more about when it comes to a, st- a study or, you know, whatever graph this is. It's like, are there more reports than there were back mm-hmm. in 2011? Yeah, it's possible. Are there There's just more people, are there just more people mm-hmm. who are living on the streets and unfortunately, you know, don't have a, a place to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. in, in private? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a combination of two? Is it? Yeah, I mean... It, it probably is a combination of both more than anything else i mean i i've never called anything like that in
0: i've certainly seen it i think you probably know probably also over the years it's gotten so bad that people are getting more and more fed up over the years so people yeah. are i think probably more people are calling in but there's apparently there's a poop patrol people who go around especially in the tenderloin which is one of the areas that probably has the most poop, um, you know, yeah. uh, and they, you know, they clean the streets, you know, the fact that the rents are have been so high for so many years and there's no like affordable housing is a huge part of this, um, you know, but it is, you know, we're having a similar problem in Los Angeles and um, it is, it's a, it's a strange world we live in, Sarah. Well, I think that San Francisco
1: Is not alone, but it definitely is sort of the poster child of person with um, uh, good income working in the tech sector, moves here from somewhere else, Mm -hmm. is horrified Mm -hmm. by the homeless slash defecation problem that they see, and complains about it, and then people who have been there before are like, you're the gentrification problem. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's this whole, it's sort of like, no one's... Wrong, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of, um, you know, uh, maybe people who need to be a little bit more educated as to why that this is a problem and stop just like complaining about poop. exactly. So and and that San Francisco has been, you know, this has been a debate that's been raging, like to the point where I have read medium posts mm-hmm. ra- right about somebody who maybe lays out some, you know, not wrong arguments about why, you know, San Francisco really needs to get their shit together. Ha ha, no pun intended, <laughs> you know, and then everyone will rail against that person and be like, why don't you just move back to Boston then?
0: Yeah, totally. So it's like, it's like, it's, I think. Another divided. Yeah. Divided and I th- issue.
1: I, I think it, most of the time comes down to, and yes, some people just say really tone deaf things. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> all the time. But I think most of it comes down to people feeling helpless oh yeah totally. i wish i could do more like i don't know how to solve this this Mm -hmm. is very upsetting and so you know it might turn to anger or Mm -hmm. complaining or you know blaming the mayor or Mm -hmm. you know or blaming homeless people for being gross you know you get a lot of that too and it's like um you know i i i have been like chased down the street by somebody who was not in their right mind you know like covered Mm -hmm. in shit like that has happened to me more than once oh
0: yeah if you live in san francisco and, that probably and, happens to you yeah
1: and it's like you know those are like those are not fun moments Mm-mm. i'm not like cool we just coexist mm-hmm. it's awesome it's like no i'm like like running for my life but i also i i try to be like as empathetic as possible Absolutely. to the fact that like you know there are a lot of reasons and it's not just like mental problems or drug problems you know there's there's so. so many reasons that people get into situations I mean, foster
0: kids i mean the, uh, no it's it's yeah. a very it, it's a sad issue it gets and deep you should be aware of the situation well sarah
1: yes and don't maybe eat breakfast off the street in general or no or, matter or where, where you are. you're not too if, if at all possible
0: yes <laughs> Well, that was my number two story, Sarah. Thank you for listening. Uh, you are very welcome. I hope that you are having a better day than ever, uh,
1: getting that off your chest. <laughs> hey, so before we wrap up the show, uh, we'd like to... We'd like to- Highlight some emails that we
0: get. We get a, we get a lot of
1: emails, and boy, did they run the gamut.
0: Oh yeah. So what do we got this week? This week, so we've got a guy Matt who wrote in about the leggings thing we talked about. I believe that was last week, which has been posted. Uh, a, couple week, a, couple
1: weeks, be a couple weeks ago. A couple,
0: weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. We obviously. Uh, it posted. And, and if you did, if you didn't catch the
1: episode, we were we we're kind of just talking about the fact that like. Some people find leggings like maybe a little too inappropriately tight or revealing or, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're not really pants. And, you know, there's a whole thing. Men up, that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: the whole thing. So what did Matt have to say? So, and I'm going to, I'm abbreviating abbreviating his email quite a bit but um you know he's he's saying he's you know he's driving to work at 7 30 in the morning still foggy you know he stops at a red light he sees a woman walking briskly briskly on the the crosswalk with patterned leggings i watch for a second just kind of bored light is red i can see her perfectly from behind in those leggings he has nothing else to do until the light changes so he watches her walk he sees her bone structure shape of her thighs curve of her bottom and he notices exactly how she moves because, you know, the, their bottom jiggles with each step, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, he he feels he, like... This is actually what he's saying. You're not Yeah. You're not no, like I'm not making this up. Yeah, He's. this is what he said. So he's yeah. saying, I feel like I've learned everything about her backside anatomy in those few seconds. <laughs> the few things I cannot see, my mind easily fills in. I'm not trying to invade her privacy, and I'm not even excited by this experience. I'm just sitting in my car on the way to work. It's just a few idle seconds. The light turns green, and I drive off as long as women are aware that these types of things happen in everyday life, I guess leggings are cool. Matt.
1: Well, Matt, um, I see where you were going with that very young adult novel edition of how your red light experience was when the woman with the leggings walked uh, in, in the crosswalk in front of you. I understand what you're saying, but I'm also like, Okay, thanks for explaining how humans notice other humans' bodies as we go about our day. (laughs) You said you're you're sitting at a red light, and you're not even really that interested, but there she is, and so you kind of notice what her butt looks like. Like, okay, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think you taught me anything, and I don't don't know who listening or watching this would be like, wow, Matt really made a good point. Like, women should really think more about when guys are just like, bored but yet notice
0: them and how they might want to dress differently yeah i mean i think you know it's it's an obvious thing men are biologically they they're very visual we all know this i just and they don't care i know but i'm just saying that i feel like you know i think that if i noticed a guy doing that to me like really ogling me and i was wearing my yoga pants i would be uncomfortable i just
1: okay so Matt is saying like listen I was just sitting there you know I'm just you know I'm, I'm barely really even paying attention but I notice how she moves her hips and how her bottom jiggles with each step it's like well okay I mean and she probably was okay with the fact that that might happen when she got dressed in the morning mm-hmm. maybe she likes her leggings
0: maybe she likes to be watched and looked at yeah like I mean trying to I, get attention I, Who and, knows? And,
1: and and you know it, again like you know love your pros here uh but I I just don't I'm not, it veers, it veers close to, well, she should have thought a little bit harder about what she put on in the morning mm-hmm. if she didn't want me to say what I just said. <laughs> now, Matt, I'm not, not, I I appreciate the, the email and I, I I. really appreciate that you sent it to us and, and let us unpack it a little bit. And I, I'm not trying to drag you. Well, I am trying to drag you a tiny bit, but I'm not <laughs> trying to upset you. But I, I think that this is the sort of thing that, I just I want it does make me a little bit mad. i I want, um, and I'm not just saying like men versus women because that, you know, that that would be simplifying it too much. But I think more people should understand that the other people aren't considering you when they dress the way that they want to dress and you shouldn't expect them to.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that people should be able to dress the way they want and uh, not feel uncomfortable in public. Um, but, but, you know, we, we love... It's great to write in something that's, like, slightly controversial. Like, we want sure. that. We want to talk about this stuff. It doesn't always have to be, you know, puppy dogs and rainbows. I mean, seriously, we love when you guys write in. Um, we love a good conversation, as you know. And so we totally appreciate you writing in, Matt. We do. Um, And yes, beautiful prose. Uh, very beautiful prose. Uh, all right. Well, I think
1: we're we're, we're about to Wrapping the end of this, this show. we got a bonus topic coming up for you $5 and a patrons. We call you the $5 Bala Crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. This has been lots of fun. Boy, did we cover some ground today. We really did. And we'll do we're it again. we a chatty Cathy's
0: today. We really
1: are. And we'll do it again next week. What do you say? Uh, I would say we'll see you next week and
0: have such a good day. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. Bye-bye. happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with
0: Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Plus.